Hey, it's your old pal, Slim, and this is 70mm, a podcast for film lovers. Every Monday, I sit down to talk about recently watched movies with my dear friend and artist, Danny Haas. (laughs) And our own spiritual advisor, Pratalexis. They writhe. They hump. They bone. Dirty Dancing is our final Leading Ladies Month Volume 2 movie. And it was chosen by a very special member of our VHS Village community, Bex. Chris Evans in that cream sweater? (laughs) Are you kidding me? Did we give ourselves over to the power of Dirty Dancing? Or is three stars just good enough for this classic? Let's find out together. Just a reminder, Series 2 director's pins, they're going fast. Maybe you skipped Moonstruck because you haven't seen it. Mm. I don't know who would do that, but maybe, you know, people jump around when they're listening to podcasts. Interesting. And maybe you missed the announcement on IG. Danny has produced another amazing set of director's pins. Spielberg, Miyazaki, Bigelow, Ramsey, My Queen. You can get them in a letterbox director's set or singles. Danny, how do you think the response has been so far to series two? Um, so good that I've started planning series three. Do you what? <gasps> right? Exciting. Oh God, we're moving fast. 2022 <sighs> is our year. Big year for us. Part of who do you want to see in series three? Series three? Oh, man. Jonathan Glazer. Can you imagine? <laughs> zero sales. Jonathan Glazer. I predict zero sales on that pin. <laughs> who was the guy, the director of Joker? It's all right. So we'll have a link to those pins in the episode notes, but someone else is having a great year. Talk to us. If I can be honest with the three of you, we mm-hmm. have a special guest this week, cherished member of the VHS Village community, dear friend of ours, Bex. Welcome to the show officially. Thank you. Thank you for having me, you guys. You're welcome. You're on a run right now, you're on a podcast run. You were on Film Hag's The Batman episode recently from Tape Deck. And that was one of the thirstiest audio experiences I've ever sat through. Mm-hmm. How, how was it for you? Just just chatting with my girls. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, the, the vibes were immaculate. We were all on the same page. It was, it was a really special, yeah. special occasion. Just vibes. That's all that matters. Just vibes. End. No thoughts, just vibes. Yeah. <laughs> no thoughts, just vibes. Film Hag's. Now, usually when we have a guest on the show and one of our most special guests from our VHS Village community, we go through their letterbox top four. You know, maybe the people listening right now, maybe they're not in our Discord. They don't know Bex yet. So let's get to learn Bex. Now, number one on your letterbox top four, we're covering this episode, Dirty Dancing, just around the corner. We'll be talking about that, the four of us together. But number two on your list is Clueless. Give us the vibes on why that's number two. Um, Clueless is just one of the best movies ever. It, I think, just encapsulates the era that it was set in and made in. And it's like the ultimate comfort movie. I fall asleep to Clueless probably once a week. So (laughs) what? No way. Yeah, I just put it on. I could I could quote the whole thing. Um, And also it's based off of a Jane Austen book, um, Emma. And that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite stories. So it's the 90s plus Jane Austen. What more could you want? What more? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a Jane Austen book. Interesting. I've never it's seen it. It's based off a Jane Austen book. Yeah. When will we do Clueless? Yeah. I've been saving watching it for our podcast sometime. I ask you. Yeah. <laughs> Bex's eyebrows just rotated to the back of her head when she said that. Uh, Amy Heckerling directed that. Also yeah. European Vacation. Do you remember... Eons ago. Eons. What was that little voting thing that we did 
with we did like a female director month or like a for one episode. That's when I yeah. got suckered into doing um drive cars with girls and boys, whatever that driving, was. Driving oh, in cars with boys. That was yes. your pick though, wasn't it? Yeah, because you got suckered into it. That was your pick. I got I, I suckered myself in that one. Self suckering cars with boys. A self suckering self suckering job on yeah. Danny. Classic move. Yeah. But I remember the one of the things that jumps out at me is you did a piece of art for each of the directors. Yeah, I did an Amir Heckling little mm. portrait. Mm. Portrait yeah. piece. Number three on Bex's letterbox. I'll have a link to Bex's letterbox in the episode notes. Knives out. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson. Talk to us. I I love a whodunit. And I know that some people have other feelings, <laughs> but I think that this is a perfect whodunit. Oh, um, I really do. Cause we have everything we need, but I, I like being surprised. I purposely don't try to figure out what's happening in movies. So knives out is like the perfect story to just follow mm. along with and talk about, I feel like this is a fall vibes movie, right? Yeah. Oh, sweater vibes. The sweaters in this movie. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? Chris Evans in that cream (laughs) sweater. (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) Yeah, I I love it. That's a five-star movie for me as well. Five stars. Easy five stars. Proto's never seen it, but it's an easy five. I I have seen it. Okay. Proto hasn't (laughs) seen it. Proto, what's your off-the-cuff rating for Knives Out 2019? I think I get... I saw that movie and I rated it. I'm going to say four stars. I hate to give Ryan Johnson four stars, but I mean, it's a fantastic movie. Excuse me. What am I going to do? Wow. My my review, if I may. Let's hear it. Knives Out single-handedly makes up for the rise of Skywalker. Is there anything he can't do? Ryan, I'm here. That is so weird because I have the same review, but I just, <laughs> I just instead of saying the, the rise of Skywalker, I say The Last Jedi. That is so weird. <laughs> It's wild. What what is it going to be like in our community one day where we cover the Disney Star Wars trilogy in some fashion? Yeah. The state of our community. And that's, that's for our only fans. <laughs> All right, and this is this is a big one. Your final movie on your letterbox just to get some vibes on backs. It is The Batman 2022. Whoa. Whoa. Pattinson Reeves. Mm. 3 hours, 9 endings. Talk to us backs. <laughs> my Batman. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. Every time I watch it, I don't want it to end. So. Five banger. Five I'm banger. looking at your recent activity right now. Let me see what, let's oh, see what God. this says. I've had to watch this in parts over the past day and it doesn't matter because it slaps so hard. My Batman <laughs> heart emoji. <laughs> so I was thinking back to Beck's how we first met you and I think it might have been due to the, the better Haas. Mm-hmm. Casey mm-hmm. Haas. Because Casey has a podcast, Fun Sexy Bible Time. Is that how you made your way into 70MM? Do you remember? It is, yeah. Um, I think Casey probably shared art. I think that's how I saw it, art on Instagram. And I immediately fell in love with the art. I think it's the Pride and Prejudice episode was the first one that I saw. Oh, And that's one of my favorite movies, um, just shy of my top four. Um, Mm. so once I saw that, you know, I'm, I'm like this in this house, we stand Casey Haas. So (laughs) (laughs) anything that she's affiliated with, I was, I was interested in. And that's when I started listening. And I know that my first voicemail was for about time and I recorded it like as a voicemail and sent it in. (laughs) Called the number. Called the number. My heart was racing. One of the brave ones. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. That was a great episode. A one take Bex. Mm-hmm. I love How it. would we not have that shirt? In this house we stand, Casey Haas. <laughs> so now that's a marketing opportunity right there. Sheesh. We need to jump on. These are free ideas, you guys. Yeah. Who's in charge of a, a This is a binding department. legal agreement that we owe you no residuals. If ideas come through on a recording, that's what our legal team has signed. Casey in chat says two buyers, Bex and her. <laughs> <laughs> So we will get into uh, Dirty Dancing at the bottom of the hour. You can use the chapters to fast forward, zip zip around if you so choose, but let's get to some business real quick, okay? Thank you. We have a new patron this week. Mm. You can join uh, Whom Stammy at uh, patreon.com slash 70mm. Get access to uncut episodes, uh, our growing library of exclusive episodes that are just for supporters. 
try as I might for us to get Twilight again for a Redux episode, that's in mm-hmm. the vault if you want to listen to that one. So by all means, join us. Pardo, did you watch any movies this week? I did watch a movie. I made time for one movie. I was looking at my watch list on Letterboxd, seeing what I had. And um, I was in the mood for a movie with a perhaps um, striking performance from an elite actor of Mm. our day and age. Uh, Maybe a historical drama that I could learn something from, you know, from Mm -hmm. a period of the past that interests me. So I watched uh, the, uh, not the, just Darkest Hour Starring Gary Oldman playing Winston Churchill, directed by Joe Wright, director of Pride and Prejudice, which we watched before. The man, we've all agreed, the man knows how to shoot a movie. Um, I watched this movie. Here, let me just, let me, let me quote some Gary Oldman for you. The star of my law. (laughs) And I'll shoot the men's of tyranny. And for years, if necessary, alone. <laughs> okay, that's enough. I just had the YouTube video that playing. Solid. Um, the thing about this movie, it, it it's cool to see. Uh, it's it's about Winston Churchill when he first takes on the uh, being the prime minister. Um, uh, Chamberlain is ousted at the beginning of I think, or you know, earlier in the World War II. Churchill gets the job. The thing about these movies, though, is these movies set up where it's about like one character. This movie is mostly about Winston Churchill. And the thing is, like these historical pieces where these where these movies are centered around a historical figure, it, it gave me vibes of of uh, when Daniel Day Lewis did uh, Abraham Lincoln in the Spielberg movie, mm-hmm. where they go so far to allow this actor to play this character that the the, the character almost seems like a, contu- a cartoon character in this movie mm-hmm. compared to everyone else that's around them. Um, so the movie's good for the most part, but it just felt like everyone's a normal person. And then you have Gary Oldman in like a clown costume playing Winston Churchill, <laughs> where it's just like so over the top where it's like, mm. this isn't a real human being anymore. It's just this guy doing everything he can to, to look like Winston Churchill rather than just like give, giving you a good story. So I had a good time watching this movie. It's a good movie. Um, but they're three star. Yeah. Three star, three star movie, classic three star movie from Proto. Thank you, Proto. But I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. Read my review on Letterboxd. One of our first merch, merches, merch items, I think was three stars is good. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that like one of the first things you ever did? Yeah, of course. Danny, you ever seen Darkest Hour? No, definitely not. <laughs> no. Bax, did you go through the Joe Wright library and watch this? I have not seen this, no. Joe Wright just shut off the pod. <laughs> just unsubbed. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> Ashamed. I remember liking Darkest Hour, but I don't really remember a ton. I remember a, a scene on like a trainer or subway that I liked. Yes. Right, Pardo? Yes. Was that a good scene? That's his Tobey yeah. Maguire Spider-Man moment on a train. Where everyone's the New like, Yorker Spider-Man oh, scene. Uh, this is Winston Churchill. Yes, we support you. Uh, do whatever you need to do, Winston, <laughs> to save our country. Danny, what did you watch this week? So no movies, but <clears throat> the 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 next season of Stranger Things trailer dropped. <gasps> uh, so I decided to rewatch with my oldest daughter. We're going through the first season right now. We just have the finale to watch. Oh, That first season still slaps. It's still so good. A lot of charm music in that the music, I have a great time, but one thing I've been binging for the last couple of weeks is shutters cursed films. <laughs> and I am absolutely in love with this show. I, I have said plenty of times how much I love watching making ofs, but to watch, uh, what people would consider cursed parts of filming these movies that have, terrible outcomes for some people. Um, It's incredible. It's -hmm. incredible. The episodes have been so good. I was reminded why I never want to watch The Exorcist again. That movie is one and done. Never again. (laughs) But today's episode was Stalker. 
Tarkovsky. Oh. And I have sworn off Tarkovsky movies, but now <laughs> I want to watch now Stalker. I'm so frustrated because seeing the f- images from that movie, I'm just like, am I going to try and watch a Tarkovsky yeah. again? Because it looks so good. Uh, but yeah, this season's been great. Uh, the the stuff behind the Wizard of Oz has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, season one was amazing. Season one films. was really good. I mean, the um, Twilight Zone episode. Listen, the Twilight Zone app, I feel like we watch people die. We d- we literally did in the footage. I think that's they in showed that. the footage of people dying. And I, I still can't believe I, I got a little nauseous. Is in there and they show it several times. So the Twilight Zone is infamous for a stunt gone wrong. John Landis directed a, a story in that movie. John Landis should be in prison right now yeah. for what transpired in the set of that film. I, I want his corpse in prison. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough. It's weird too because they're leading up to the shot. So they're talking about him carrying the two kids in the water, the helicopters in the air, and then they start narrating it falling. And then you see the blades like come down on everybody. And I, mm-hmm. I got a little nauseous. I was like, did I just literally watch these people die? I've never seen the movie, uh, but holy cow. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I wonder if the footage was like open to the public because of the lawsuit. And that's mm. why it's readily available. I can't see any other reason why that footage would ever be made public. You can't like see. No, you can't see like things happen. You just see this actor carrying two kids and a, a chopper falling on them sideways yeah. and then water just goes up. and It's it's rough to watch. You do the math, unfortunately. Yeah. So the show is very good. The show is excellent. I'm, I'm in love with it. But the I think if you're going to jump in and you want to pick an episode that's the best, Rosemary Baby episode was kind of mind-blowing. The uh, I couldn't get past all of the like connections to everything, the Beatles... And I mean, Helter Skelter and all this stuff. It's just, it's mind blowing how it all kind of fits together. And Mm -hmm. that feels out of this whole entire two seasons so far, that feels (laughs) the most cursed, that movie. Unreal. But I mean, Shudder is really, I'm in in love with this this series. Big time Shudder fans. Bex, what's your favorite Beatles song? Oh. You don't have to say anything. No, it's Eleanor Rigby. Oh. Yeah. Is that a real song? Can someone confirm that? I have no idea. <laughs> Sounds fake. She could have just said whatever. See? Since I put it on the stairs and the thing and the thing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Crushing it. Ladies and gentlemen, the Rolling Stones. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, all I watched. So there you go. What, what a documentary that was in 4K. Please. We're running out of tape. I, we're going to skip right over me. You know how I love skipping over me. We, we got to get to Dirty that. Dancing. 1987. This started when Beck suggested it in live chat, I believe, or one of the Discord mm-hmm. channels, mm-hmm. Dirty Dancing. Live and then chat. Live yeah. chat. The wheels started turning yeah. for this film. Streaming on HBO Max right now. If you want to join along, pause it. Proto. No. Uh, Bex, I do just have to apologize. This is a first draft. Okay. <laughs> Already apologizing. The segment this has just started. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I had plans, but kind of, you know, first phase, and then mm. get into the second phase to like polish things out. This is only the first phase, so forgive mm. the rough draft of this synopsis. <clears throat> Baby and her family are spending their 1969 summer at an all-white resort, where you can learn to dance be given menial work that the staff should do or do water sports. But there is a secret activity that the staff do. They writhe, they hump, they bone. The body keeps the score and we are in double digits, folks. Patrick Swayze is an elite performer slash dancer. And when his partner has to take disability, he must find a complete newbie and not one of the other experienced dancers to fill in. Baby becomes his appendage and learns the forbidden tango, the coital shrug. (laughs) (laughs) The magic position. She learns dirty dancing. 
Can we even say that on a podcast? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Think so. This is why we're getting tag. This is why we're getting only fans emails. <laughs> Probably <laughs> they're wise to it. Uh, Holy cow! Bax, this is your number one <laughs> movie on Letterboxd. Your four favorites. It is. Where did it all start with you for Dirty Dancing? It all started in my basement during high school. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna add to this. Um, okay. Me and my two sisters and a couple of my friends, we were having an 80s dance party night and we all dressed up um, like we teased our hair and did our makeup and dressed in like 80s clothes and danced to 80s songs. And then because this movie was made in the 80s, we decided to watch it that night. And that was the first time I had ever seen it was in high school. And it just changed my life. And <laughs> I've loved it since. Pardo, what did you watch it in high school too? Was that the first time you saw Dirty Dancing and your life was changed? I no, I I did not. I discovered that this and Footloose are different movies mm-hmm. this week. <laughs> so it was a big mm-hmm. moment for me. Big moment. Mm. Danny, do you remember when you first saw this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, last Friday. <laughs> uh, that's the first time uh, we had the VHS growing up. I remember that white box VHS sitting, but no one ever watched it in my house that I remember. So I'm not sure. I don't know. We just never watched it. And I think I just didn't care, actually. Mm. Uh, it's a dancing movie. I'm not a dancing person. Uh, I think it just kind of just never was on my radar to watch. Mm. Hannah in chat, give Kevin Bacon more respect, please. Mm. Maybe dance month. Maybe dance month happens and we finally check Footloose off the list for 70mm. I've never seen Footloose. Oh my God. I've seen one scene in it and that's it. Flash dance. I have a flash dance VHS in my basement right now. We believe it. It's ready to be watched. Hmm. Slid out and put it in that VCR. It's rewound and ready. <laughs> it better be rewound because that thing takes forever to rewind. So, in this segment, we usually uh, each host has three main points that we want to bring up during our conversation. And then we'll give our final thoughts. So, why don't we start with Bex? What is uh, your number one point for this viewing of Dirty Dancing? My number one point is that it takes a very, very special person to be able to ask her dad for $250 (laughs) and not explain what it's for and be given $250 by the end of the day. What a scene. That scene and when she wakes him up Mm -hmm. and like literally doesn't say anything and she gets his bag and hands it to him. Mm -hmm. If you're not tearing up during that scene, I need you to go to jail right away (laughs) and get checked out. Commit yourself to jail. Yeah. Yeah. Just go to the clink. Put yourself in it. <laughs> the clink. <laughs> it's so much money in the 60s. Yeah. To just ask for a hand of cash. But also, I mean, it also feels like a ton of money for someone to just come do an abortion randomly at a cabin. Mm, I was so fascinated I by that. I mean, that storyline alone, I was mm-hmm. not expecting. I honestly didn't know the story of this movie coming into it outside of the, you know, dance scenes that you'd seen in pop culture, but her and her dad. And then the abortion stuff, I was, I was felt like out of left field for me. It was insane. Yeah. It's kind of this, this movie that has so much drama and it's just known as being so like attractive and intense, but really at the core, there's a lot of serious issues that go on in it that propel the entire plot. And that's, a lot of the reason why I love it is because it's has this beautiful wrapping paper of a shiny movie, but there's a lot of intense decisions mm. and moments that I think revolve mainly around the women in the film. And I really appreciate that because it kind of shows that you can you can catch people with the the drama of it, but make them stay to ask those bigger questions. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I can't remember the first time I saw this, but I've seen most of it the last scene especially, but yeah, I didn't remember that there was an abortion subplot like at all. I don't remember any also of that Also him on vacation for three weeks with his medical bag? <laughs> you never know when you're going to need it. The hippopotamus oath. Yeah, He's exactly. got to act if necessary. Yeah. Such a good dad. And I just, I love their, um, I love their relationship, baby and her dad and how it evolves over the, the course of the movie. Mm. It's really good. Mm-hmm. 100% agree. Pardo, what's number one on your list? Number one on my list is, I mean, there's a lot of scenes that I want to talk about, but um, 
the one scene I really that really struck with me, uh, stay with me, was the dancing on the log scene. Mm. Wow. I mean, there's a lot yep. of let's let's just get it out there. There's a lot of dancing in this movie. There's a lot of scenes. <laughs> this scene, um, they're out in the woods. Patrick Swayze is trying to balance on a log, and he gets baby to come out and dance with him. And that scene's really, to me, that's like movie magic right there. Mm. Um, mm. I really love that scene. Of all the dance scenes, when this scene came up, I like, you know, I pulled out my my iPhone 11 and I just wrote a note like, <laughs> number one, dancing on the log. Like, this is the scene <laughs> for me. I just love that moment. The montages are insane. They're absolutely insane. The what's one The one song that plays... When she's wearing like '80s workout clothes, hungry eyes. Hungry eyes. Hungry eyes. That's my number one. Please take so, it. So. I'm sorry, Danny. No, I'm keep sorry. going. We'll hold it. No, we'll hold it. No, no, for keep your going. Number one. No, <laughs> I'm not going to keep going. I'm going to stop. Second week in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always stealing. <laughs> it's not even your uh, turn. All right, so you're you're number one. So let me go next. I just want to get it right into it. The final. Oh. scene mm. in the film the final dance scene people want us to get to it let's friggin get into it <laughs> okay if i mean this is movie it's it's what's more than movie magic it's like movie cocaine mm -hmm. when this scene happens Jeez. you are glued to the screen you are in that room movie miracle gab says i like that this is one of the greatest scenes in the history of cinema oh I'm not even going to beat around yes. the bush. Yes. Not even going to beat around the bush. Yes. Bex, how do you feel when the scene comes on? Euphoric. Mm. It's It takes your breath away. I, I, I saw, let, let me be even more frank. Please. Let me be frank. Drink. When I saw these three star ratings coming in, how are you giving this movie three stars after this scene? I shadow banned them. <laughs> <laughs> I need the dad to go in with his stethoscope and start putting it over their chest to make sure there's a heart beating in there. Mm -hmm. That is amazing, that scene. The music, the dancing. I say it all the time on the show. Is dancing the sexiest thing a human being can do? Mm -hmm. I mean, you're moving in your chair. You want to get out there. You want to dance with Patrick down the aisle. And then when he finally gets done his thing and looks at her. Excuse me. And she does the nod. Mm. Get out of here right now. Get out of here. Get out. <laughs> it's incredible. Even like right before it, you have don't put baby in a corner. Like you have that that insane God. pop culture line right before you get to the dance. It's like in the last five minutes of this. <laughs> The last, you know, 10, 15, whatever, however long this ending is when that when that talent show starts. It's insane. Yeah, yeah I just wanted to be there. Mm -hmm. Like this movie made me think I could I could actually dance. Some of those moves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean the footwork that Patrick is doing God. down that aisle, I don't know how many months it takes to learn that, but I want to learn it. Well, he's, we'll he's do that trained. at the 70M meetup. We can reenact this. At the meetup. See, that's why if, I had in my review, I asked, is this all practical effects? Like, was th <laughs> was this actually Patrick Swayze doing these yes. moves? Mm -hmm. What the? And he had, in his, he had a knee injury. So he's doing mm -hmm. those jumps while he has a knee injury, which he re-injured during your favorite scene, Proto on the Log. He mm -hmm. fell off that log and hurt his knee. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, shut down production. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we'll probably talk more about this scene as the night goes on, but... Just insane experience watching this. You know, most of the movie, I kind of forgot about it. And I was like, damn, when they get into that dancing, and then it <laughs> happened. <laughs> Danny, what's your number one? Number one. So in for most of this movie, in the beginning, I was I was okay with it. Like vibing. It's, a, it's solid. When Hungry Eyes kicks in, I transcended into another <laughs> cinematic plane of being. It, it sends me, like that song already sends me, but then to watch the montage of her learning to dance, the tickle scene, my God, is the, one of the most adorable scenes in all of cinema. Mm -hmm. uh, 
and the two of them together like there's something about that montage that might be the greatest movie montage ever as well i couldn't get over it i i was like and today when i put it on while i was working and the, it's it kicks in again and i stop everything hairs on hairs on my back of my neck standing up like it's just like it's perfect so i was like you know vibing but then i was really vibing with this movie after that i mean from that moment on this movie is just cooking with gas it's gas and hard mm-hmm. also the soundtrack killer uh, the time of my life mm-hmm. you know Stop. playing during the final dancing but th- i had no idea about this and i'm, I'm about to be brave it's right okay now. we're here for your bravery She's like the wind, mm-hmm. uh-huh. sung by and co-written by Patrick Swayze. What? What? Welcome. Yep. Pro, did you know that? I couldn't believe that he sang that Unreal. song. I thought it was like one of those Rickrolled Google results. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. Well, I got Rickrolled. Uh, Bex, what's number two on your list? Number two specific scene is when they're um, they're just fooling around dancing and they start to uh, lip sync with the song and it's like, oh, Sylvia. Oh, yeah. Because it's... Loverboy. Loverboy. It's mm. so funny fun and so sexy but just really playful and that's not the only time they lip sync with the song that's in the movie he mm. does that at the end as well yeah. and it's again it's it's kind of that intimacy that's like kind of jovial but feels like when you're watching them you're like should I be here like do you want me to leave <laughs> yes <laughs> it's 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 a, like their chemistry is insane which like given their mm. their history it kind of makes sense they, they kind of have that love hate relationship but yeah, they're on fire in that scene. And I, I love how it shows that it's not just one. Their relationship isn't just one aspect. They they mm. kind of have those silly, goofy moments with each other. I loved her in this movie. Mm-hmm. Love Jennifer Grey. Also, she felt like she was a time traveler from 1980. In this movie, this place takes place in the 60s. You could mm-hmm. tell me this like, takes place in the 80s, and I would believe you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Outside of the car. Mm-hmm. If you told me this guy. took place in 1987, I would believe it. I never once thought this was the 60s. <laughs> I never once believed this was the 60s. No way. She does not fit whatsoever. Uh, Proto, number two. Can, um, can we just talk about the dance? I don't know. what it, Does this dance have a name? That's why I was trying to figure it out. I mean, to me. The dirty dancing the, scene? The, the, like the dirty club? dancing. I mean, the, the, the iconic dance of this where... Uh, you know, one person where each person puts one of their legs between the leg, the, the legs of the other person and then rubs that leg against the other person's crotch. That dance? This <laughs> is the dirty dance. Is that mm-hmm. just, it's just called the dirty dance. Okay. I mm-hmm. thought maybe there's a technical term for. It's like heavy something. petting with music. Heavy petting on that with stage. Music. Everyone in that club looked like they were doing something R rated with each other. In that scene. Yeah. Also, all their women's backs made of jello all of a sudden. They mm-hmm. just fold over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the fold over moments. I mean, I, I, this movie has a lot to say about dancing. It has a lot to say about sex, though, as well. I mean, because mm. the thing about as as Jennifer Grey baby learns to dance, she's trying to, like, learn the timing of the music. Um and to get into the rhythm. But then by the end of it, you see that it's more, it's more than, than like timing. It's more of like a feeling and mm-hmm. it's like a connection that you have to the other person. And I haven't seen it. You know, I'm not, I'm not a dance movie uh, connoisseur. You know, I'm not a buff. I don't, I haven't watched them all, but I would say this movie communicates the, um, you know the, the 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 symbiotic relationship between two dancers better than any movie I've seen before. I oh. I would maybe say, is that a fair? Just assumption? to reiterate, you saw all that jazz last week, so you're saying this communicates the relationship with dance and dancers better than all that jazz. Well, all that jazz is more of an ensemble where this dirty dancing really focuses on the one-on-one relationship between dancers and the the uh like the spontaneity of dance that can come whereas like 
all that jazz is choreographed, like every movement. Where this, you can tell that it's really two people responding to each other as they dance. And you can see Baby, the character, discovering that as she learns to dance. Like when she has, when she fills in for the the other uh, the other dancer, I can't I can't remember her name, Penny. but yeah, she's like she's not totally getting it. But by the end of it, it, it seems like she kind of like lets loose and just responds to what Patrick is doing. Uh, and I thought that was like beautifully communicated through this movie. Did you watch this with Jenna? I watched the first 15 minutes with Jenna. Yes. <laughs> Jenna, please. <laughs> she felt that might be when the dirty dancing scene started. I'm not sure if anyone has timestamps, but we'll leave that. She did see the there. opening credits and she was like, oh, what now? Oh, is that what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was one specific scene where they were dancing very emotionally and, you know, it was just them conveying their emotions because I think they had one more scene where he was like forced to leave or whatever and they started dancing with each other, but everything was conveyed with their emotion together. I, I love that scene. Mm -hmm. Danny, or is it me? That might be me. It's Sorry. you, please. Let me steal your next one by going first. <laughs> you probably will. Uh, <laughs> uh, I did have the heavy petting dance scene as my number two, but... Let me see what else is in my my list here. So this, how long were they at this summer vacation? Was three it three weeks. weeks? Yeah. God dang, what a vacation! This this whole Kellerman's Mountain House mm -hmm. just blew me away. Can you mm -hmm. imagine going on a three week like summer vacation like that? No, it's mind boggling, right, Pax? Yeah. Did you did you know where it's filmed? I did at one point, but I forgot. It's filmed in Southern Virginia. You can still go to this resort. What? Yeah. Bax lives at the resort. She's about to reveal <laughs> it right now. <laughs> no, but my my favorite fun fact is the lake that they um, dance in is at the resort, but it's one of only two natural occurring lakes in Virginia, and it naturally Whoa. drains and refills. So it's the, the lake is oh. empty right now. Holy cow. Oh, so it, it refills. So mm -hmm. when I, yeah, I watched that making of movies mm -hmm. that made us episode. And when she went to visit the lake, it was empty. I thought it was forever gone, mm -mm. but it refills. Mm -hmm. mm. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. It's like a phenomenon. And then watching that episode, it made me want to change our first meetup to this Virginia lodge. I mean, the fact that they kept everything almost exactly like how they filmed and they have like markers for where everything was baby's cabin, and this is where the family sat for dinner. I was kind of blown away. Patrick Swayze Stone commemorating his life and uh, what he did for the movie. I mean, that was fascinating that it still exists and it looks amazing. Mm -hmm. mm. God, that scene in the in the water. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah, I wrote yeah. down um, the best place to practice lifts is in the water. Yeah, I bet Patrick. <laughs> Patrick uh -huh. knows. He's no Patrick dummy. Knew. <laughs> He knew what he was doing. She's got a wife beater on. Let's just let's just go. Uh, oh take my her in the word! Water. I forgot about yeah. what she was wearing in that yeah. in that water all white, scene. All white outfit. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, 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 is this R rated? It should have been after that scene. No, it's no. PG thirteen. Danny, you're up. Yeah, Kellerman's was my next one. So uh, I was, <laughs> I was <laughs> to, to piggyback real quick. It really was, but I was baffled by families taking these three week vacations in the cat skills or whatever they were actually supposed to be at. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand it. Like, do you, do you guys have any history with this? The only vacations I remember taking when I was really young were we would drive to Florida, Disney, I think. Oh was my. Disney World around drove? back then or was it California? I can't remember if we drove to California. You'd, you'd probably remember driving to California. I don't know. I was really young, but we we never took like those long week weeks vacations. Three weeks. No, I, I, this felt foreign. I, I don't even understand these three week weird. This feels like something Proto would do. <laughs> maybe today. If your daddy was a doctor, maybe you'd do this. That's yeah, true. that's mm -hmm. true. Please. You're very true. Mm -hmm. Very upscale. Yeah. Oof. I have to talk about Jennifer. Please. And I'm going to try and not sound bad. <laughs> I love her so much in this movie. It hurts. <laughs> yeah, she's really great. She, every look, every outfit, every, I mean, every moment she's on screen, I am just captivated by her. I, I couldn't get, I like, I love, so I'm a huge fan of Ferris Bueller's and her and this and that is different because she's just the mean older sister. 
So seeing this for the first time, I didn't really know what to expect from Jennifer because I only have one kind of perspective of her. But in this, she's just, uh, <laughs> she's incredible, mm-hmm. like absolutely incredible. And I couldn't believe how little of a career she had post this. It kind of blew my mind that it just didn't kind of take off for her um, after this. Bex, what's the backstory with Jennifer? You done the research? See what happened to her? I I, I looked at her her page this week and I don't really know what happened to her either. Honestly, like I'm not sure what happened after this point of time, like after her youth, what she really did. She did. The one thing I remember about her growing up was that she did have a nose job that she regretted getting. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I wonder how much that 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 fell into things Um, because man, she knows it. He didn't need that. No. Like fantastic mm-hmm. in this Incredible. movie. You're in Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Blowing mm-hmm. minds. You're making out with Pat- Patrick Swayze. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Your nose is great. There's nowhere Incredible. to go. There's nowhere to go after <laughs> yeah. that. Do you, I got to say something else. Do you know who the couple that, I know Bex knows, Matt and Proto. <laughs> the, the, the next up couple that was almost beating them out was uh, Sarah Jessica Parker and Billy Zane. Whoa. Billy. What a horrific couple for this movie. God. I don't know. Billy Zane had some no. great hair back then. Luscious. Well, that's fine. But he's no Swayze. Mm-hmm. Maybe he had the moves. Maybe he didn't. He didn't. We saw the he screen could've. test. <laughs> oh, there was a screen test? He wasn't. Yeah, no. It's bad. He didn't have a Swayze. Mm-mm. So he's not doing the the moves down the aisle during the final scene. Billy Zane can't pull that off. Uh, he, he's walking like a robot in that scene. <laughs> it was kind of scary looking. <laughs> What is Patrick Swayze's waist size in this movie? He was is a 28. Like ten- Easily a 28. It's ridiculous. A 28? Confirmed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bex, what's your number three for Dirty Dancing? My number three, Danny kind of covered it. Um, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's it's good. It's Jennifer Grey. Um, mm-hmm. But like also, yeah, I mean, okay. You're, like you already mentioned, so I have wanted Jennifer Grey's hair in this movie since I've seen it. I have mm. begged my hairstylist to let me get a perm, and he's always said no, and <laughs> I trust him with my life, so I haven't done it. And then all of her outfits, I would wear every single outfit she has. She has the best fashion. Mm. It, mm. And this was a movie made in the 80s, set in the 60s, and everything it, that she wears, I would still, I would still want to wear. Um, so she's just an icon and I, I love, I just love the character baby. I love that she's called baby. I love that people, um, try to, I love the story of people trying to take advantage of her innocence and, and them being proved wrong, even though she is naive and innocent. Like there's Mm. this kind of weird dynamic, like, especially with the Kellerman staff where all these guys are just trying to push her around and tell her what to do and Mm -hmm. direct her. And she she does things like pour the water in the cups as she's talking to Robbie. But but she always she has this quiet stubbornness about her in the beginning of the film that you see manifest to who she is at the end. And it really is just about this this young woman figuring out who she is mm. and who she wants to be and having to reconcile that like with her family and with her father. And I she just does it so well. It feels really authentic. Um, so like what actually happens when you're like her age and you're going through life. So I think she just hits it out of the park. Goodness. Mm-hmm. You were talking about wanting to get a perm. I remember us playing a game night of a cinephile and you had Jennifer Grayish hair happening. What was that period Excuse of time? Me. Were you experimenting? Let us in. You got to Okay. So <laughs> real quick, <laughs> you got to towel dry your hair after you wash it mm-hmm. and then you got to scrunch it. Right. And mm-hmm. then you put the sea salt in and then, yeah, sea salt, yeah, sea salt like notes. gel mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or spray, either one. And then you just crunch it around and then you let it air dry. So I can do it. It just takes, it, it's not the same. Part, are you taking notes? I have been actually, I, 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 I wake up and I have dreams about getting a perm. So I, <laughs> it's Proto, this is, this is your moment. <sighs> it may be. This is your sign. See, J- Carter just bit his lip sexily after <laughs> thinking of himself getting a perm. Really Never did. seen anything like it. Oh, crap. <laughs> Listen, 
Jen, Jenna just got a haircut and now I have longer hair than her. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we have reversed roles in some way and I'm just feeling like a different person. And I, I think like I, I'm, I'm just more open to what I can do with my hair at this point. Part of what's your number three for dirty dancing? Um, we cut, we have kind of hinted at it, but the, the, so there's like, there's the dancing portion of this movie that we all love. Right. But there is a, yes. there is a story that's going on. There's a plot. There's this abortion subplot. There's this dad subplot. There's this, uh, Junior Kellerman, I don't even know his name, oh but this the schmuck oh, that is following baby Good around, matter. trying to give him give her like jobs. Like, why does she have to clean the toilets? Isn't mm-hmm. she on vacation? What is going on? There is mm-hmm. this weird like dichotomy in this movie of like we are having sex while dancing, but then we're also <laughs> trying to have like this plot that's going on. Can someone explain to me what is going on with this movie? <laughs> Well, misogyny still existed, so the women were still not on vacation. They had to work still. Oh my! Is that Lord. what it is? The sixties. Mm. Sixties were sixties. Even 60s. though this was the eighties, but also the sixties. <laughs> this took place in the sixties. <laughs> Neil Kellerman. I wrote one of my honorable mentions. Maybe this will be my yeah. next one. But to piggyback on Proto's comment, um, he says to her, "Baby, he's like, come on, doll, let's take a walk," and they show the dad nodding approvingly. Yeah. He's uh-huh. like, yep, this is right. this is the guy for my baby. <laughs> oh my. This guy is a zilch. <laughs> I would slap him around. <laughs> Appropriate. Oh my God. He was so annoying in this whole movie. Yeah. I actually mm-hmm. got confused. I thought he was the one that had gotten uh, her pregnant <laughs> no. and not the waiter. So I was like, oh my God, you're a sleaze, <laughs> this guy. No. Mm. Sleaze bag. The plot is the plot. It's the 60s. There's an abortion. Backdoor deals. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bad abortion attempt that takes place and he's got to save the day. I thought it was pretty, I felt terrible for her when the father says to her, like, you're, you're not the girl I thought you were. Mm-hmm. And oh. he essentially like emotionally cuts her off yep. because of what transpired. I mean, I, I can see it because, he, you know, potentially it could probably cost his medical license because he paid for that shady abortion. Really? Mm. I never thought about that, but you're right. Be pissed off too. Mm. I think KK or Miss, Mr. Mistopheles linked to it earlier. It's like 2,500 bucks today. Danny's turn for number three. Uh, the gazebo scene with her and her dad is yes. incredible when he realizes that she's no longer a child, like she's a woman now. And, but the words that she said to him, when she says, Sorry, I lied to you. You lied too. You told me everyone was alike and deserved a fair break, but you meant everyone who was like you. Told me you wanted me to change the world, make it better. But you meant by becoming a lawyer or an economist and marrying someone from Harvard. I'm not proud of myself, but I'm in this family too, and you can't keep giving me the silent treatment. There are a lot of things about me that aren't what you thought. But if you love me, you have to love all the things about me. And I love you. <laughs> I'm sorry I let you down. I'm so sorry, Daddy. But you let me down too. And he starts crying. Like, mm-hmm. can you imagine your daughter saying those things to you? It was incredible. But I loved his performance there. Like, it really felt genuine. It felt uh, real. And I, I really liked that scene. There was, a, there was a lot more to this movie than I was ready for, I think. When I when mm. you think of the when you haven't seen Dirty Dancing, Dirty Dancing is like this is a dancing movie, but it's really, I mean, it's really not. It's like fifty fifty. There's a lot of depth in this. <laughs> you only just posted a GIF, but it's not moving <laughs> on my screen. It's just <laughs> sour. sour. That's a meme template right there. It's like when the V'ger bets go wrong, <laughs> losing your VGs. 
Let's see. So I think we're now at honorable mentions. Any closing thoughts and your final rating for Dirty Dancing? We already know Bex is rating, to be honest, but Bex, your final anything, thoughts, Bex. anything left? Final thoughts? Final thoughts. This movie has the most quotes that I quote ever. And mm. I did, there's just so many, like, go back to your playpen, baby. <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> so good. Uh, that one where she's, she talks about, like, I'm scared of, I'm scared of everything. I'm scared of leaving this room and never feeling the way that I feel when I'm with you. Mm-hmm. So vulnerable and passionate. Love that. Love her vulnerability. Um, this is a perfect movie. It is more than what it seems, but it still has that kind of, like I said, that pretty rapping. That's it's the sexy dance movie, but it it just goes into so much more. More so, it's five stars. Five stars from Bex. Shocking. All day. (laughs) I mean, also the dance scene at the end where the dad, you know, is pissed that it's happening. And, you know, his wife, sit down, Jake, she delivers that line where he's like (laughs) standing up to try to stop this from happening. Great moment for her in the movie. Mm -hmm. And he's slowly won over. And he even remarks how beautiful she was, you know, at the end of that scene and apologizes to Patrick Swayze. Good heavens. Mm-hmm. Movie magic. I, I wrote in my notes. Is this a, is that scene? Is this the sexiest thing I've ever seen? <sighs> that moment. I mean, the soundtrack is absurd mm-hmm. in the movie. Also, how hilarious is it that ha- the time of my life was written in 1987, but they're playing it in the movie in the 60s? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, my closing thoughts. I love this movie. Mm. I the combination of music and emotion and dancing, I'm losing my mind in that final scene. I'm having an amazing time. I'm five freaking stars for <gasps> dancing. Oh my god. That's how incredible that scene is to me. I loved it. Watch this every day of the week. I'm gonna be watching that scene on YouTube tonight. Adding it in. The amount of scenes I'm gonna be dropping in this app. Frodo is stroking out right now. He looks like Gary Oldman as Winston Churchill on the camera. The power, Hannah says, the power of dance is true. That power has affected me. I'm affected Praise. while watching Dirty Dancing. Praise me. Uh, Proto, lay it on us before we get to Danny. Let's get this out of the way. Let's see. Um, Honorable mentions. Kellerman is a king nerd. Uh, (laughs) It's all right, Marge. Go back to sleep. This Danish is a pure protein. Yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's about it. Um, You know, a movie like this, I would love to give it four stars, you know, because (laughs) it's, I think someone said it earlier this week in the discord. It's, it's, a vibe movie. And I, I read that before I watched the movie and I think I do agree. It's, it's a vibe movie in terms of like the dance, because the dance, the dancing portions of this are so good. Um, and, uh, they are great, but then there's just other portions of the movie where it feels disconnected from that in some way. Uh, and it just feels so like it takes you out of this, this beautiful bubble that you're in of just people dancing and like having sex and uh, you know, getting to know each other. I mean, I love the way Patrick Swayze is so he's so methodical and just like down to business. But when it comes to being down to the business of making love, he's just down to business. Um, So he's just a man of business at all times. (laughs) Um, so I guess what I'm really trying to say is I'd love to give this four stars and I'm going to give it four stars. This is a great movie. I love it. Oh my gosh. I mean, I feel the vibe. Okay. You talk about vibe business right now. We all just saw it happen on this show. That's it. The vibes right now are off the charts. I'm going to cry. (laughs) (laughs) Danny, take us, take us home for dirty. I'm looking at my notes. Integration of dance and music. Yeah, we covered anything. I like I said, the beginning of this movie 
took a minute for me to connect to this this weird trip that they were going on. Like I said, when Hungry Eyes kicks in, <laughs> I am five stars for the rest of the film. This movie is, it's five stars. I love this film so much. I couldn't get over it. I couldn't get enough of it. I listened to so much of the music this week. It's easily five stars. Easily five stars. God, we did it. We did it, Bex. What's your state of mind after we we finally covered Dirty Dancing and the ratings just came through? There's like this Justin Bieber tweet that says, <laughs> grateful, thankful, never going to forget this. <laughs> we need to put the Bex pray emoji under yeah. that quote on a, on a shirt or yeah. a, a mug of some kind. <laughs> 100%. I really am so great. I'm going to, I'm crying now. <laughs> it's great. Uh, what a magical movie. You know, it's wild to watch a movie that is this popular or this like big in pop culture for the first time. Mm. I, I can't, I can't get over that. And I think that's what's kind of magical about it for me too, was just to be able to watch this for the first time in 2022 without any knowledge of this film and still falling in love with it. That's just how good of a film it is. The amount of VHS tapes of Dirty Dancing that Danny's going to have. I, got, I don't end. have one. I got to get one now. <laughs> get to that thrift shop ASAP. ASAP. It's going to be like $15. They're on, they caught on to me every time I show up. <laughs> the prices have gone the up in that they, store. It makes me sick. raise the prices the day after the show's release. Sheesh, they listen. Sickos. All right, so that is Dirty Dancing, and we have some VMs to get to regarding Dirty Dancing, believe it or not. You can shoot us a VM in the future at 70mmpod.com. There's links on there or 70mmpod at gmail.com. A lot of questions before we move on. People asking us to talk about the sister and her act. Um, I don't have anything to say about the sister's act. Proto, any vibes? Oh my gosh. I had a note about that. Oh, the look after Lisa's performance. My God. (laughs) The sister. Is Is there like, you know, it's like, these two sisters came from the same parents and somehow it's like a dyad of, of, uh, of positive and negative energy. You have baby on the one hand, you have Lisa on the other hand, you have like Jesus and Satan, you know, positioned oh against each other. It's crazy. The ultimate dyad, Jesus and Satan. <laughs> <laughs> ultimate diet in rare form tonight so let's <laughs> let's get to some vms we have a vm from wes uh, about dirty dancing let's hear from wes oh hey guys it's wes just calling in to say that i have never seen dirty dancing but i mm. do love and adore bex with all my heart and mm. support her in all of her decisions so she says that it's a five-star banger and it's a five-star banger for me too okay <laughs> love you guys Bye. <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> the honorary Bex five star from mm-hmm. Wes. Love, Love you. Him. Love you, Wes. Thank you, Wes. Let's see. Let's hear from Ben up next. Hey, Bex. That's it. Just Bex. Hey, Bex. How's it going? <laughs> now I'm just playing. Hey, 70 millimeter. It's uh, your pal Ben, aka No Soul No Problem. And much like a few of you hosts, just finished watching. Dirty Dancing mm-hmm. for the very first time. Oh. I sat down to watch this with my wife, who has apparently watched it like a billion times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as soon as the opening credits started rolling, I grew sweat upon my brow, wondering what <laughs> I had just gotten myself into. Oh, yeah. Upon viewing, I've taken three notes. One, the vibes of this movie are immaculate. The music is great. And the chemistry, let me correct myself, the fake chemistry between Gray and Swayze is electric. It deserves an award. The fact that they had zero in-person chemistry, but all of this on-screen chemistry is nuts to me. Two, viewing this movie through the new lens of fatherhood, I think that I relate to the father because I would have had a major problem with anyone swooing away and holding my daughter the way that Johnny does. I was amazed mm. that he didn't find a way to subtly kill him and make it look like an accident. <clears throat> Number three, I'm having a hard time deciding whether Robbie or Neil is as Caesar from Life or Brian would say, <laughs> Anyway, that's it. Uh, I had a good time finally watching this movie that I've been putting off for forever. Thanks, Bex, for motivating everyone to watch it. 
And thank you, fine gentlemen of the 7mm podcast, for taking the stars of the universe and lining them up so perfectly as to make this happen. Love you guys. Peace. (laughs) Ben's signature sound. The amount of times that they porked during those three weeks. Incalculable. Immaculate. What was the story with the no chemistry on set? You guys want mm, to they did eliminate like that other. for me? They were in Red Dawn together before this mm-hmm. and apparently had some sort of, not falling out, but they just didn't like each other. I don't know if they dated. I don't know if that was a part of it. Uh, but when Jennifer was cast and she found out Swayze was cast, she asked the, or she asked them not to cast Patrick because she didn't like him or something like that. Mm-hmm. So they had like a moment, the two of them like, I don't know, talked it out, worked it out. Incredible. Yeah. They porked. Business. Listen. Business pork. <laughs> Slow. <laughs> Sorry. I cut that out. Uh, caramba. I mean, he's an incredible dancer, mm-hmm. right? I mean, Jennifer, you're going to make some magic on screen, right, Pax? You see him dance. All right. Yeah, I can put my, my opinions aside for yeah. a couple months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got to do it for the art. <laughs> do it for the art. The sake of art. Uh, we have one more VM before we announce our next month. Hello, 70 millimeter, Michael and uh, Aaron here. And uh, we're finishing up Dirty Dancing. I have just come to the realization that the lift is a metaphor for a baby experiencing her first orgasm. And <laughs> um, she fully trusts Johnny and she is in that moment and spiritually feels it. And then whoosh, she gushes and lifts and what? It's a it's a spiritual experience. And uh, that's uh, that's what I figured out in this viewing of Dirty Dancing. All right. Uh, goodbye everyone. Aaron in the background, you can feel Aaron's thoughts on that VM. Oh, my God. That oh, makes total no. sense. Part of your thoughts yeah, on Run's theory. That I mean, that makes a lot of sense because it does take a level of vulnerability and comfort with another person to <laughs> allow yourself to open up and <laughs> be willing to experience a moment. Like that with someone else. So unreal. I agree. Kurt's is Yoda photo. Me and chat. I gotta remember to save that tonight for future use. Oh cripes. Unreal. <laughs> Sexual advisor pro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. All right. Whew. Holy moly. Okay. So Leading Ladies Month Volume 2 is in the books. We did Great it. ending. Mm. IML. Bex. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, Bex. For choosing Dirty Dancing. Appreciate it. Thank Gosh, you for having Dirty me. Dirty Dancing Redux in two years. Mm-hmm. I'm watching it again. Come back. Every six months. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next month, you know, Leading Ladies Month's wrapped up. Uh, we were thinking about what we could do for the month after that. We got to go big. You know? Big, big. Bigger. Probably already revealed the movie <laughs> last week in the uncut episode somewhere. So people have probably caught it. But you're welcome. Our next episode, which will lead into the month, next week we will be covering The Godfather Part Two. <sighs> We're going God. back to continue the journey for The Godfather. And the entire month of May will be sequels month. Mm. We will be covering sequels only for the month of May. And Unreal. let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. We got some stuff cooked up. Mm-hmm. Annie, what do you think about sequels month? Oh, I'm very excited because most sequels are better than the originals. <gasps> and we're going to talk about it. Dang, I was going to say most sequels are worse than the originals. <laughs> I know you were. I had to get out in front of the fake news. <laughs> Thank you. I actually, I, I'm 95% sure I know Slim's pick. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Well, we're also changing it up. Because Danny has had it with being the first pick of the yeah, month. Yeah, I, I, mm. I, if you looked at the doc, I switched our names around. You're up first, Proto. Sorry to say. No, I'm ready. I'm oh, ready. I have no idea what I'm picking. tease your pick after Godfather Part 2 next week? Can you give us just a taste you want a of taste? what you have cooked up? Sexual advisor, Proto. The, 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 the taste, the tease is that uh, we, we covered the first movie. 
Oh, and we are. And my my pick is going to be the sequel. Hmm. Oh my! That's a great hint. Oh my! I bet by the time we record, the village has it figured out. Probably everyone's got it. Gab is the one who always guesses everything correctly. (laughs) Gab's got it. Mm -hmm. Gab, what is it? Can you reveal what it is? We've done just two. Please, we won't comment. We have (laughs) just two. Jeez. So, Bex, you've been on a bit of a podcast run. Before we say goodbye in this episode, where can folks hear more of you in podcast form? Um, you know, just around. <laughs> <laughs> Ever so modest. <laughs> um, I I got to do a recording with uh, Marcy and Dirk for their lovely podcast, The Movie Mixtapes. Mm, wow. And that will be dropping in a couple of weeks. I'm not really Dirty sure. Dancing again. Wow. Yeah. Back to back. Can you imagine? <laughs> and this economy? Are you kidding? <laughs> um, but no, I'm just, I'm like the wind, um, just mm. as it is in the movie. All right. Well, we'll, we'll <laughs> look forward to your movie mixtape appearance. Thank you so much for not just coming on the show, but being a vital part of our community. It's mm, been a yes. pleasure to, to know you over the last year or so and become such a huge part of our VHS Village. Indeed. I have so much love for the village and the host of 70MM, so thank Aww. you for having me. Goodness. Pardo, take us out for this week before we do The Godfather Part 2. Wow. Thank you for being here. Uh, it really is a pleasure to have someone like you be a part of our community and for mm. the, really, I mean, there's so many people just like you who, who, um, who make it a special place um, full of love and laughter. I mean, we laugh every day. Uh, It's something I look forward to every day. So thank you. And thank you to everybody who's a part of it. Really, that's all I have to say. I mean, I'm just, uh, I I was thinking about it today. I'm just like tickled of the amount of like people who are happy to be here, but then also the other podcasts that have sprung up over Mm. like the past year um, from people you know, connecting through this, uh, it's fantastic. I mean, what more could you ask for? Millimeter is a tape deck production featuring original artwork provided by Danny Haas. Spiritual Guidance and V'ger, the robot who loves movies, provided by Pertalexis. Producer at large, Dale underscore A. Transcripts provided by Sophie Shin and music composed by Cinematric. Prints and other merch are available on 70mmpod.com. This episode was mixed, edited, and produced by me, Slim. Support our Patreon for access to our VHS Village Discord to talk movies with new friends, access to our exclusive episodes in the 70mm vault, discounts on merch, uncut episodes, and a physical membership card mailed to you. To check out other Tape Deck podcasts, find the link in the episode notes. And if you'd like to support our friends at Letterboxd and upgrade to pro or patron status, you can do so with a 20% off discount using the links on 70mmpod.com. Goodbye. This, this, this is a Tape Deck Podcast. Ooh.